The views and opinions expressed on Nerds and Beer are solely those of the hosts and guests who clearly know just enough to be dangerous. Please do not try this at home. Maybe the dingo ate your baby. Welcome back to another episode of Nerds and Beer, everybody. Uh, I'm here, Joe, or a.k.a. Crash, as some people refer to me. Um, with me, as always, is Cash. How are you doing, Cash? I'm, I'm doing well, and I'm going to start calling you Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> and then I will call you Turner and Hooch. <laughs> yes. All right, so we have a actual huge episode planned for you guys this week. We've got tons of content. Um, we actually have two, not one, but two, count them, two live um, segments that we, we recorded this past weekend when Cash and Brody were up in Sault Ste. Siberia. So That's right. uh, we've, we've got a roundtable discussion and then the beer review, which was recorded live as we drank beer. Yeah, drank the beer that we were reviewing. And, and actually, actually, when we came when we came back home too, um, I bought more of that beer down here and had some more because it's really good. That was quite tasty. It was, yeah. Are you, uh, are you drinking anything tonight as we record, sir? Um, I, I am. It's just uh, I just went for the very light Bud Light tonight. Hey, so, guess what? Is that what you're having? I have a Bud Light as well. Oh, thank God! I, I was hoping you were going to say Bush Light. No, mine's mine is almost gone though. So. Uh, if you if you had said bushlight, I thought we were at deer camp. <laughs> hey, that's creeping up pretty soon. What is it? The fifteenth? Yeah, the fifteenth. Which uh, I might actually be out of town for the fifteenth. We might be on a little uh, family trip to Traverse City that that day. Um, so I might not be able to hunt opening day, but uh, I will make that sacrifice for the fam. I, uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, I'm probably not going to be out on opening day. <laughs> For those of you that know me, I am not a hunter. Um, I, I am a man, I swear, but I'm just not a hunter. <laughs> um, let's see. So what else do we have? We have, um, just a huge loaded show. We're going to, we're going to yeah. talk about the, the trailer for uh, F9 that came out. Uh, what else are we going to cover, Crash? Well, you're going to um, give us all a comic review, the newly uh, inserted segment. Oh, yes, yes. Um, and then I think we're going to do a little Detroit Lions talk. We haven't touched on the Lions in a few weeks. Yeah, there's been some uh, some ups and downs, and it's, I don't know, some fans are worried that we're reverting back to well, we'll see. We will see. We'll cover that in uh, the Lions segment. What else are we covering? Oh, we have a special, another new segment. Uh, yeah. and, and this proves that we listen to the Nerd Nation. We had a request by one of our faithful listeners, a Paul Alford, um, yep, a.k.a. Yep. Odessa. Um, <laughs> Odessa. That's right. You did that's, call reaching, that's reaching back. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> um, going way back. We had a request for a, um, since it is October and we're creeping up on Halloween, a request for a horror movie review. Mm-hmm. Not a not a not a horror movie review. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that, because I was like, man, where do I start? Yeah, we're not we're not going down that road. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. 
Um, so yeah, we'll get to it after these messages. Welcome back to Nerds and Beer, everybody. Uh, want to introduce you to a very special segment. This is our first ever live segment. Live, well, live recording, not yeah. live when they're listening. To live it. on tape. But we're actually together in yeah. the same building. We also have with us our two guest hosts from last week, um, which were actually the most popular part of any show that we've done. Um, with us is Brody. Hello. And Emily. Hi. <laughs> so this just goes to prove our point once again, that our kids are still cooler than us. Yes, that definitely, is true. Definitely true. That is true. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're coming to you tonight live on tape, not from the Ed Sullivan Theater, but from uh, the UP. Um, how have things been going for you guys? Oh, are you talking to me? Yeah. It, <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of the point. Uh, I've been pretty decent. Yeah. How about you? Good. I heard from uh, one of your other siblings, who shall remain nameless at this point, that you were maybe working on some more impressions this week. Uh, I don't know if that's... I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're wrong. It was, it was maybe... Fake news. Yeah. <laughs> Fake news. Uh, and I also heard, Brody, from some of our fans that uh, they were quite impressed with your, your knowledge of the content last week. So good job, sir. Thank you. Yeah. How are things with you, Craig? Man, I'm nearly perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Just hanging out. <laughs> drinking a nice cold beer right now. Getting ready for the beer review. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Just prepping for a bike race in two weeks. Ooh. I thought you weren't drinking beer while you were uh, prepping for bike races. I wasn't going to, races. but, uh, you know, our listeners. The things I do for our listeners. The things we do for our craft. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, so as, as we're recording this, we're currently uh, watching um, The Dark Knight. It's really creepy, and I don't like it. It's uh, it's fantastic, so I'm just like mesmerized by it because I haven't watched it in forever. It's amazing, and the other options were The Leprechaun, who <laughs> really isn't worth watching without Paul Alford. <laughs> uh, <laughs> shout out to Paul. Paul! Paul! Um, and then The Shining, which was just about over. So I wanted to watch The Shining, but they turned it off. Yeah. There's no point in starting it. That's at the end. I know, it's right at the end. Well, I am quite excited for the new Shining to come out, though. The the Doctor Sleep, is yeah. it? Yeah. That looks pretty cool. Doctor Sleep. I don't think I've seen the previews for that. Um, it also stars one Obi-Wan Kenobi, also known as Ewan McGregor. Who is also uh, Black Mask yeah, in the Birds upcoming of Birds of Prey movie. Really? Yeah. I didn't know he was going to be in it until I saw the preview. Nice. We'll be Which, crossing over from Disney products to DC products. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we talked about it, and I'm like, okay, they keep calling it Birds of Prey, but it's basically a movie about Harley Quinn. Well, yeah, because... So why don't we just call it Harley yeah. Quinn? She, well, they're hoping that, you know, she will draw people in, and then other characters will spring yeah. off from it. Yeah. I guess. We also, uh, at the time of this recording, we are eagerly anticipating a hopeful Monday um, trailer release for, right. for F9. Oh my gosh, I yeah. cannot wait. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Hopefully that actually happens. It better. It, be, it, better, it better happen. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm betting myself for a, a Monday night football yeah, release. That's what I would think yeah. too. Um, that would be my guess, but I probably won't watch Monday night football. So who's who's on Monday night football? I have this no week? idea. No. I'll I'll look it no up idea. right now. We won't we won't discuss Monday night football from last <laughs> week because and, uh, and I mean if you have social media, I don't even think we need to go into the game because if you have social media, you know. 
how badly the lines got screwed. Yeah, and and okay, now we're de- we're delving into it. The, uh, yeah. <laughs> the cork has been popped, the tea is spilled. Um, that M that was a that was a teen reference. If you didn't get it, I gonna yeah, spill the tea. Definitely so cool. Okay, the <laughs> the Monday Night Football is the Patriots and the Jets. So. Yeah, well, no make sure to tune it. in to watch the preview. It'll probably be pretty like a highly rated one because a you got Tom Brady, you know everybody's favorite eighty year old quarterback. <laughs> and then, <laughs> he went to Michigan. Okay. And then you have so? is it Sam Darnold? Sam Darnold, who Darnold. I think was an extra <laughs> from Different Strokes. <laughs> I mean, come on, the guy missed what the last three or four weeks for uh, mono. Mono. So I'm. Ooh. I mean, the only reason really to tune in is to see if the, he succumbs to the kissing disease <laughs> yeah. again. I hope they pan the crowd and they show the girl that he got mono from, <laughs> yeah. or the boy. Not that there's anything wrong with that. So I. Wow. I don't know. I, there's no point in watching it. No. Uh, other than the Star Wars preview, mm. yeah. or if but you honestly, like football, yeah. but honestly, I mean, you can you know watch it right on YouTube, usually right after. Right. So. Correct, correct. Um, so we got the preview coming up. By the time you guys listen to this, it may be out, and everyone has seen it. So uh, we hope so. We, we hope, hope so. so. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Fingers mm-hmm. crossed. That's actually real, not like, yeah. like those. Oh, things. it's it's gonna be real. It's gonna be real. Well, last time uh, for Ep Eight. Mark Hamill kind of spilled the beans ahead of time that the trailer was going to debut on Monday Night Football, and Disney got kind of pissed. Oh at him. yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. So I funny. think they've I think they've kept a muzzle on Mr. Hamill this time around. <laughs> so is that why they had Ryan kill him off? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I still contend he will come back to life. I hope so. We will see a Luke live in in living color. Yeah. Mm. And I mean that's coming up. I mean we're. Two weeks away from November, so we're getting close. We're we're under two months, right? Oh, you ready? I can tell you the exact. Do you have a countdown yeah, clock? Yeah, I do. I thought you had like a countdown clock with Tom Holland on it for the next Spider-Man movie. <laughs> no. No? Not yet. No. Oh, okay, who... right as of right now, 61 days, 4 hours, 51 minutes, and 7 seconds away. Which is totally invalid to any of you listening, because it'll be several days later. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, still. (laughs) Somewhere around that. So, So, bro, you you checked anything new out since our last talk? Uh, Any new comics? Any new books? Any new uh, videos? Nothing, really, but... I can I am uh, finishing up the Age of Republic series right now, which so far so good, so far so good. Um, I got like I think like I said last episode, I did get a stack of comics um from Midtown Comics. Shout out to Midtown Comics. Um, and I have pretty much worked my way through the House of X and the Powers of X series. Um, and maybe I'll finish those later tonight for my review later on this episode. Uh, but I do have a stack of Star Wars comics that came too, so I'm I'm gonna hit those up hard after I finish the uh, the X Men bundle. Which ones are there? Are they canon, or are they a lot of the older? No, it's it's the new stuff. It's the it's the um, I think they're the Age of Resistance ones, and I placed a new order to Midtown Comics again. Shout out to Midtown Comics <laughs> <laughs> um, with um, some of the. Uh, preview like the 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 prelude to rise of skywalker i don't know what they're calling it i i could go look it up um but i got the first three issues of that coming in my next batch so 
Very cool. If my kids ever give me time to read. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Em, we do want to introduce Em in her new role for the show this week. She is now um, our executive producer and um, creator and manager of our Instagram account. Yeah, go like and follow. It's nerds.and.beer on Instagram. Yeah. So you should definitely go check it out. Hit us up on the gram. Yeah. yeah. Is that what the kids say these days? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Is that what they say in the memes? Stop. Maymays. <laughs> or the GIFs. It's GIFs. Is it? It's GIFs. Okay, it's GIFs. GIFs of peanut butter. Yeah. Dear fact so, You're supposed to be on my side, Craig. Sorry. <laughs> no, but Sorry. it took me a long time to make the page, so I would very much appreciate it if yeah, you would go Go hit follow. us up on the gram, because we're cool AF. Did I, use, <laughs> did I use that right again? Yeah. Cool okay. and fun. And fun. Cool. Yeah. And fun. Okay, now, since we are currently watching a Batman movie, I know, Craig, you and I talked about um, this maybe two episodes ago, uh, which Batman is your favorite, or, you know, what your thoughts on this uh, Christian Bale Batman. Uh, Brody, I know you're a big Batman guy yourself. Which yeah. Batman is your favorite? Do you like, I, I'm assuming you've seen, like, all the old ones, the Michael Keaton, the Val Kilmer, the George Clooney. <laughs> Adam, um, Adam West. Adam, oh, yeah, Adam West. <laughs> yeah. Adam West. Pretty pretty dope. Um, which uh, Batman do you prefer? Ah, uh, that's a really hard question because I really don't know. The, they all are good in their own way, but if I had to say, I would definitely like the Ben Affleck Batman. Oh, I did. From, I left him from out. From the DCAU. I left him out. What I do. About, what about the Ben Affleck? The Ben Affleck just, in my opinion, just kind of looked on to that dark kind of part of the character that, like, well, that George Clooney, Adam West, all, well, they didn't really hit it that well yeah. with it. Well, Adam West, well. Well, <laughs> um, I mean, that was shot in, what, the 60s? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they had a lot of stuff going there on. Were, there were some things <laughs> in the water back then. Yeah. yeah. I thought that it was cool how they took the, the um, story of Ben Affleck's Batman, and it was already set. Like, we didn't have to hear his origin story anymore. Mm-hmm. And he'd already been Batman for like 15 or 20 years. So he was a very much older and more rugged Batman for the things that he's seen. Established, yeah. Yeah. I think that um, we talked a lot about this already too, so I don't want to rehash it too much. But that was part of why Tom Holland was so successful in the Spider-Man role, is they skipped the origin and just went to the established character. And we got to pick up. There and see new adventures. I think, yeah, because anybody that's a a fan of comic books or um, these movies in general, that's like common knowledge. Yeah, like they they know that and they don't need to see the origin story every movie. They don't need to see Uncle Ben get shot like three times and whatnot. (laughs) Or Uncle Ben. Or Uncle Ben. Rip Uncle Ben. (laughs) Rip Uncle Ben. Make it a hashtag. Hashtag Rupa. So, on to other subjects with the kids. Um, let's see, Em, what are you? Uh, what are you into nowadays? What have you been watching? Um, well, I've been like really busy lately, so I haven't had the time to like sit down and enjoy a good movie lately. Awesome! Thanks for joining us on the show. <laughs> yeah. That's it. <laughs> Bye, guys. Appreciate your help. Thanks for the show. Click. Okay. <laughs> Um, Stranger Things I've been getting into lately. I 
like that show. I'm it's on a, season two. It's a very good show. I am just getting caught up. I'm at the same point you are in season two. No way. <gasps> watch it together. Well, another <gasps> one of your siblings has watched the entire series yeah. like 18 That's times. True. So you've yet to meet that little librarian to be. Um, get ready for that. Yeah. <laughs> we're prepping you. Um, Craig and Brode. Well, I know you two aren't really big on the Stranger Things, are you? No. No, no we're not big fans on that show. No. Just couldn't get into it. Oh, I'm also rewatching The Office for like the third time. The Office. The Office is good. Yeah. yeah. It's quite good. The you office. haven't. The seen Office it, is so. great. I'm. I'm. I like The Office. I'm kind of the same with The Office as I am Seinfeld. I think they're hilarious. I just haven't carved out enough of my life to devote to it yet. Oh. Yeah. Who's your favorite character? Uh. <laughs> Dwight. Yeah, Dwight. definitely. Dwight. De- Dwight is so funny. See, I and I like them all, but I mean, they all have their. They're all perks. just so like, weird. Yeah, Michael's yeah. great. Dwight's good. Oh you know, gosh. Jim's good. I'll, Kevin's good. Yeah. <laughs> Creed is just like creepy though. Creed. <laughs> okay, we won't. He actually has some music on Spotify. Yeah, and stuff he, too. he used like to be really in a band. With, uh, yeah, same with Jeremy Redner too. Oh yeah, oh, Jeremy Redner's song. Renner. Jeremy Redner, who that was is kinda... now in trouble with his ex-wife, Ooh. who's claiming that he made threats to kill her and then kill himself. No, <laughs> yeah. oh, I didn't guy. hear about that. Uh, but that's just all hearsay right now. But yeah. I saw an article about it. And was it like, Mockingbird that accused him? <laughs> I, oh my no. god. You don't even know. You don't read the comics. You don't know who Mockingbird is. I think you tried to tell me, though. I know who Mockingbird is. Because you are a well-versed young lad. Sorry, I guess I'm not qualified to be here. isn't that part of the Hunger Games? (laughs) Yeah, I love the Hunger Games. Mocking Jay, isn't it, though? Yeah, but, okay, Uh, I'm not going to explain it. Isn't there um, a new new Hunger Games book coming out? Like, a prequel book? Yeah, they're making a book about, like, what happened before, like... Katniss was Katniss's story and that kind of thing. So, so like, are like, the any of the characters going to be in it, or is it just like no, the establishment? No, I don't think so. The, I think it's like just telling the story about how everyone got blue uh, hair and plastic surgery. Basically, yeah. Okay. So it's like the story of Catnip as a little girl. No, it's even before that. <laughs> is that her name, Catnip? Yeah, that's her nickname. Catnip. Yeah, Catnip. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I think it. I'm pretty excited. A bunch of my friends are excited too. I think it'll be good. I liked, yeah. you know, I read the 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 teenage girl books. I think that's pretty awesome. A lot of people read the teenage girl books. Yeah. So here's an interesting fact: we, I do not read those books. I have never <laughs> read them, which is I know mind blowing. Uh, we own the movies, and I've seen the first two. And then was it book three? They split into two movies. Yeah, yeah. So the f- part one, Just like Twilight. Yeah, the part Just one like movie of. Um, the Hunger Games. Yeah. I always fall asleep at the same part. Which part? I don't remember. Because <laughs> you're sleeping. Yeah, it's been, you it's been years yeah. since well, I've tried to watch it. Do you remember how far you get? I don't know, 45 minutes? The first part of it's kind of slow because it's like leading up to the, I don't know, exciting it's like the, parts. It's like the Phantom Menace of the Hunger Games series. It's just <laughs> yeah. all set up. Yeah, it's but yeah. the second yeah. part of the Mockingjay movie, like part two, is like all action all like fighting and that kind of thing so yeah now to to explain you know i really did read all the hunger games books you know i'm i'm down with young adult novels they're easy to read they're entertaining (laughs) they hold your attention i ripped through them uh and this further revokes my man card but uh (laughs) i think 
four or five hunting seasons ago, I brought them. <laughs> I know I brought them out to deer camp, and I read them all in the span of like I four days. I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. They're really good. So, so for our listeners, just a visual here. Uh, picture Joe in camouflage, sitting in a deer blind, drinking beer, reading The Hunger Games. Yeah. Sitting next to a gun. <laughs> yeah, what's a weapon? Were you listening to Avril Lavigne? No. <laughs> No, what? By the way, boy. what is wrong with Avril Lavigne? <laughs> oh my god. What's wrong with Avril Lavigne? I mean, I like her, but I'm also a teenage girl. <laughs> well, I don't follow her. Haven't or... you heard about Avril Lavigne? Yeah. What about her? If you play her records backwards, you can hear the devil. Really? Mm-hmm. Even worse, when you play it forward, you hear Avril Lavigne. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Greg. <laughs> On a scale of 1 to 10... <laughs> How close is Avril Lavigne to your arch nemesis, who is Ariana Grande? <laughs> <laughs> She's so awesome. One being Ariana? Justin. Ariana One being Justin Bieber and ten being Ariana Grande. Where does Avril Lavigne fall? <laughs> She's probably like a eight or nine. Really? Yeah. Man. Wait, why was Justin Bieber like brought, randomly brought into this? I don't know. I just tried to balance something you, really let, weird we off on the other side. Can we keep him out of this place? Yeah. Yeah. Can we keep him out? Yeah. No yeah. love for the Biebs. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And while we're at it, let's just keep him out of like entertainment yeah. in general. I don't think he's been entertaining for a lot of years. Nerds so. and beer are not believers over here. No. no. But we can rip on them. Yeah, that's true. Hey, but by the way, Avril Lavigne, Ariana Grande, and Justin Bieber, if you want to follow us, we'll take you as fans. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to all three of you. Oh, my goodness. I like Ariana Grande, though. She dated Pete Davidson. Oh, yeah. Pete Davidson's hilarious. Yeah, he's funny. <sighs> you a Pete Davidson fan, Craig? No, What? <laughs> How can you not he's like so Pete funny. Davidson? He's just so, like, this, awkward. This might be the end of Nerds and Beer. <laughs> We shouldn't all record together. <laughs> this makes for good talk, though. It's a dichotomy. It's oh. opposing viewpoints. Did you guys hear who they cast for the new uh, the Robert Pattinson Batman movie that they cast? They, no. They cast, uh, who was it? They cast uh, Catwoman's character, which Ooh. is going to be, and I don't know her name. I'd have to look it up. Yeah. It's, uh, look it up, it's Lenny Kravitz's and... Jason Momoa's. Jason Momoa? Is it? It's Jason Momoa's stepdaughter. Daughter. It's Lenny Kravitz's oh. daughter. Oh, the yeah. one he had with the Cosby girl? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. that straight up crazy Cosby girl? What was her yeah. name on the Cosby? Was it? That was, uh, she was the hot daughter on the Cosby show. Zoe. Yeah, is it Zoe, Zoe Kravitz? Kravitz? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so Zoe Kravitz. Oh, what is, is she in? Hold on. She's going to be in the she's new Batman. She's in something else that I know. <laughs> <laughs> What's the Cosby girl though? What was her oh, name? I don't know. Was it Den- Denise? Denise? Denise. Denise. A A Ron. A A Ron. Well, see, Rudy oh, was she's the little in Mad one. Max. Oh. What part does she play in Mad Max? I don't know. Toast the. Dog okay. Dog. Well, since we're jumping subjects and we're oh, talking. Oh, she's in X Men First Class. She's the angel one. Oh. They've they've also cast. Uh, another villain for the new Batman movie. It's going to be the Riddler. Oh, I did see that. I don't yes. know the dude, though. Paul, Paul Dano is his name. Paul Dano. Yeah, and I don't know what he's been in or who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just looking over an article here, and I I, I don't know him. So Paul I'm Dano? Sure. I don't think he's in anything I know. 
Yeah. I haven't heard of it. I've never heard his name. To jump yeah. subjects and someone made a Mad Max reference. Ugh. Have you ever seen that Mad no, Max? No, I haven't the new seen one? any of them. It's so good. Have you seen well, that Mad Max? I have not seen the new one because I was such a big fan of the original with Mel Gibson. Uh, were you really? Or are you being serious? No, I'm being serious. I like the, the originals. Yeah, the the originals are amazing. You should watch, is it Fury Road? Yeah. I, I, I Is that the one, do those have Charlie's Theron in them? Yes. Yeah. Which makes it worth watching for a different reason. But um, because she's such a great actress, exactly. Yes. <laughs> she is actually really good. Yeah. I just rolled my eyes. Did you? Oh, oh no! Beer down. It was empty anyway. Oh. Um, but anyway, as before, I got. I'll go get us another one. Thank you, sir. Uh, before I got off base, um, the guy that stars in Mad Max, what's his name? Tom? Is it Hardy? Yeah, Tom Hardy. That played Venom. Venom and Bane from the Christian Bale Dark Knight. He was Bane? He was Bane in the Dark Knight what? Rises. Shows how much I know. Yeah, God. he was Bane. He changed like, his voice. You can, you can hear it in his voice a little bit, too. Man, you'd think <laughs> we were the experts. Anyway, there is a growing movement for him to play Wolverine in the Tom reboot. Hardy. Yeah. Ooh, that's an interesting. It's going to be hard to that see anyone but uh, um, Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Like, that's going to be really Hugh hard. Hugh Jackman. He's been in a lot of musicals lately though so that's kind of cool. What are you saying? What? Who, Hugh Jackman? What's wrong with that? Nothing. I said it's cool. Oh, I thought you were mocking him for no. being diverse. If Tom <laughs> Hardy, If Tom Hardy becomes Wolverine I think that he needs to drop in there a line from The Dark Knight Rises and just say I was born in the dark. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I think he'd be a good Wolverine. Just because he's more physically... Not that Hugh Jackman didn't do a good job. He was job. ripped. He was too tall to be Wolverine, though. I mean, oh, uh, that's where... supposed to be short? Yeah. Oh, see, I that's where I'll impose my mighty comic nerddom um, <laughs> against the movies. And you have to have some physical char- characteristics of the part. And, and the only thing they're supposed to be short and squat. But the only <laughs> thing they did was, uh, they like made him grow out his what are they mutton chops? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he grew out his mutton chops, and then they put his hair in the shape of the mask. Yeah. And I was like, come on, guys, just give that's, him a mask. Yeah, that's awful. I know. And we did see the mask in um, the excerpts or the extra scenes on X Men Origins Wolverine. If you watch the extra extra parts he has a, a suitcase that he opens in the airplane and it has the actual wolverine mask was it the brown <sighs> i think it was blue i think it was, was the blue, it and blue, blue and yellow i might have to go back and watch but i totally fanboyed out when that yeah. happened but then we never saw it in the real movies and that would be pretty sweet if they actually came up with x-men where they wore like the originals like or costumes. something close to it yeah Some, none yeah. of those black suits the that black just have like leather. the big x on the front, like no, mm-hmm. we want like the actual uniforms that they wear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are pretty chic. <laughs> some, some Sorry, word. I just wanted to say something. Chic. Um, <laughs> now, just like just like Duncan, <laughs> Duncan chic, <laughs> or Duncan McLeod from the McLeod clan. <laughs> okay, now since we recorded last, I have done my homework. I did watch x-men dark phoenix oh i don't what do you think uh, i was you ready for it yeah surprisingly impressed oh it was that good. i yeah you should i'm okay it wasn't that good <laughs> but is it was worth watching hindsight if it would have come out to the theaters now i would go see it in the theater would you? yeah we might have to check it out we, mm-hmm. might, have it's, to, we might have to get that brody and watch it before the ending was kind of on weird. tbs Repeat. No spoilers. Yeah, no spoilers. The The ending was a little bit... 
and different. But um, considering the restraints they had, not being able to use any MCU stuff, yeah, um, right. to tell that story, I think they did a pretty good job. I was, I was happily surprised. Yeah. But I, the true reason I think what ticked many fans off was could be like maybe that there was no MCU characters in it, and mm-hmm. the sad part about it though was this is actually I think 20th century's last X Men movie that they yeah. were gonna do, mm-hmm. so they couldn't have made any more. They you know, so they kind of had to do something. But. I th- people were kind of tired of that story anyways, because didn't mm-hmm. we just cover that mm-hmm. in the original X-Men trilogy? Mm-hmm. Oh, and it was done so poorly in the was first one. the last stand? Yeah, that yeah. was, I think, the worst of the X-Men movies. Yeah. Um, that was the one that had, uh, like, the Toad and all those oh. guys in it, right? And I, th- yeah. yeah. I, think, I think fans were a little bit, I don't know if bitter or just off on that movie. Now that I've seen it and I see it, it was actually a decent movie. I think the fact that it was um, kind of like a lame duck movie, they knew there was no more future in those characters or those actors, so why should they go pay their money and, and invest in those characters when they know it's done? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> James McAvoy was such a good Professor X. He's Which such a good actor. He, he was a good Professor X, and I would hope that... When the MCU, like, they get introduced, I would think that he would be one that they would bring over. I would hope so. I would um, hope so. Just like, I mean, Ryan Reynolds, they're not going to recast J.K. Simmons as well with J. Jonah Jameson. They brought him over from the oh, yeah. Yeah. movies. That was just a tiny, tiny part, though. I, mean, well, I think he'll be right. more in the yeah, next I movie. think he will. I think he'll come yeah. back. I mean, look at what he's been doing. He's been doing commercials. Insurance commercials? Yeah, insurance yeah. for farmers. Oh. Yeah, he's in those. Is it farmers? We farmers. Shout out to Farmers Insurance. Word up. Yeah. <laughs> We're not shilling for any corporate support. Anyway, um, talking about the X-Men series, what is, have you guys heard any, um, any news on the New Mutants movie that has been finished forever? But they went back to do reshoots, and now it's in limbo. Like, is it going to come out? Is it not going to come out? Uh, I don't really know much about that one, Isn't honestly. it supposed to be a horror movie? It's supposed to be a horror movie premise uh, um, while with the X-Men characters. While we're talking about that, remind me reshoots. i got another segment here we can talk about, too. So All right. So after this, so... Um, it's got the girl that plays Arya from Game of Thrones. I know, Craig, yeah, that's one of yeah, your favorites. yeah, yeah. Such a good show. It you is. need to give it a chance. <laughs> Aren't they Just... bringing over some guy from Game of Thrones to play Black Knight? Yes. Oh, Kit Harrington. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> I love We're now that. reaching I no, the teenage no girl excitement yeah. portion. I'm like, I have no idea oh my what's gosh, happening Kit right Harrington. now. Okay, now. What? <laughs> We're gonna jump subjects again since we talked about Game of Thrones. You can't let me talk about. Kit Harrington. No, but we're gonna we're gonna quickly jump in. We're not gonna do the full segment, but we're gonna do a few bad impressions no, with Emily. Not yet. I'm not ready. Can't you do? Can't you do your your uh, Game of Thrones tra la 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 one? No. Oh, no. So good. I don't think anyone would get that one. That's the point. It'd still be cool. Nah. What Maybe other ones were were you working on? Uh. How about Lando. I think we're gonna keep it a secret until the next time. We play the game. Next time, like in like 10 minutes? Maybe. So, okay, going back to reshoots, uh, did you see that the guy who did the reshoots for Rogue One is directing a Cassian Andor series for Disney Plus? I knew there was a Cassian Andor series coming. I didn't know the guy that that worked on. I just saw an article the other day, and apparently the 
the dude, I don't know his name off the top of my head, but he did the reshoots, directed them for Rogue One, and yeah, they gave him the role. And supposedly the reshoots really made Rogue One what the was. movie it was. You yeah. know, the with the because the Vader stuff didn't come in until the reshoots. Right. The Vader stuff, um, a lot of the, I think darker, kind of grittier stuff came in with the reshoots. Yeah, the Vader stuff was phenomenal. That was amazing. That yeah, pretty much Rogue made the one. movie. That pretty much did when he's just in the hallway and he's like slicing up the yeah. troopers. Yeah, I mean that's that the was... Vader we've all wanted to see right. live action. Not like the stiff. Yeah, yeah. But he's like actually like. Mm-hmm. A lot of my friends didn't like Rogue One, uh, but I liked it. Can we call out which friends those are? No. Are okay. these friends like Ariana Grande? Yes. Oh, really? You there, yeah. There you go, right there. Yeah. yeah there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, what if I like Ariana Grande and I like Rogue One? Then I won't fault you. You get a pass. I I like Ariana Grande, so but you know I read the Hunger Games books too. Apparently, her last name's like pronounced Grandy or something, but everyone pronounces it Grande. No, M. That was a trivia question. Ariana Grande trivia question. What was her brother's name that appeared on our favorite reality show? Frankie Grande. He's a YouTuber. Yeah, and a dancer. Big Brother. He was on Big Brother a couple years ago. Yeah. Yeah, because really when wild. he when he said that he was her brother or whatever, I was like, vote him out of the house. <laughs> Get him gone. Get him gone. I didn't know you guys watched Big Brother. We did once in a once upon a time. Oh. We haven't watched it in a few years. Same with like Survivor. I don't even know. If once that's upon a time on. in it a faraway is. land. Pretty much, pretty much, our uh, entertainment is just scrolling through like YouTube videos <laughs> and just watching those because we don't have. The attention span to dedicate to anything else. <laughs> what were we talking about? Yeah. Exactly. What, what are we doing here? <laughs> All right, guys. What uh, what else we got for this segment? Um, we're gonna review beer. Well, that's gonna be our next segment. Oh, this segment. You know, we can't oh. review we can't review beer with the miners with the in the miners. room. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. And miners, as in children, not as in mine workers. <laughs> right. Wow. We could review beer with mine I'm workers. I'm gonna leave before the dad jokes get too bad. <laughs> oh, oh, I had no. a good one. Oh, I have one. I have one. Right. Okay. It, it's this not the Joe Mama. We- this is my daily joke. Okay. Or my whatever. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. What is Obama's favorite mm-hmm. vegetable? Oh. I heard this before. This is all you, Craig. I don't know what is it. Broccoli. And thus ends our podcasting career. (laughs) Well, we'd like to thank you for joining us for all five episodes. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Emily, thank you for joining us again. Yeah, no problem, Bob. Thank you, Brody, for joining us again. Welcome. And uh, we will be back after these messages. Oh, a little bit of the bubbly. All right, welcome back, everybody, to the first recording of nerds and beer where we're actually together Woo! this is the part of the show now where we're gonna do our beer review for those listeners that are 21 and older yes none of the minors you know are are participating in the beer review we're in the other room well now you're in the other room goodbye (laughs) goodbye (laughs) goodbye so um we're actually not having a pre-prepped beer review this week we have a live live beer review. beer review uh cash thank you for supplying the beer for the beer review what yeah. do we have this week well uh when i came up here i was like "Ooh, they got lots of different kinds of beer up here to try out um and the one i selected today is actually 
from Comstock, Michigan, Bell's Brewery, which is uh, the Smitten Beer, which is a dry hopped pale ale, similar to the Pickaxe, or the Yukon Cornelius, as I like to call it. <laughs> um, but yeah, Smitten, so far, we've been drinking a few of these. Joe, what do you think? I think it's quite good. Um, I don't know what I what I would compare it to. Um, it's a it, it's a light beer. Mm-hmm. So, I I don't know. I struggle with the dark beers, like the thick thick dark beers that are almost like a like a meal. We talked about this before. Yeah. With like Guinness and stuff. Like I can't I can't do those really. See now I'm a big fan of dark beers. Um, I mean I do drink a lot. No, this makes me sound like an alcoholic, but uh, you know I don't have a problem. <laughs> I don't have a problem. You, got a, you problem. got a problem. Um I don't partake in a ton of beer, but usually when I do it's, you know, your your more common lighter, you know, Bud Light, Bush Light, Coors Light, you know, drinking at a softball game, drinking at a Lions game, you yeah. know, drinking at a football party, something like that. Um but when I do buy a beer just to enjoy, I do enjoy darker beers, you know. Um yeah. Newcastle is one of my favorites. Uh you know, I do like a Guinness from time to time. Uh, but this is, it is quite good. Yeah, it, it goes down pretty sweet. Um, the, some of the other commenters that I've seen about this beer, um, a lot of them state that it pours golden, has a white head, good head to retention and tight beating. Um, basically, this is a smooth beer. It It, it is, and it, it is a, an easy drinking beer. Yeah. So... Uh, if you have not checked it out, check it out. Um, if you go to the Bell's website um, and you check on there for the review, I believe this is actually a seasonal beer. Uh, let me go back to the thing here. Seasonal, and it's supposed to only be available in the month of June, I believe. So I don't know if uh, I just found some here. We're, we're buying up the last of the stock. Yeah, here in the Sioux that was still there. Or... That would make sense because, as we know, things in the Sioux are a good couple months behind the rest of society. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, the pictures of a, a dandelion. And, is it a dandelion or is it a daisy? I don't know. Oh, yeah, it's a daisy. I'm it's sorry. It's a daisy. I don't know my flowers. Know your flowers, man. Sorry, sorry. So it's a daisy and with one petal left on it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that... If it is seasonal, if it's signifying the change into like the fall season mm-hmm. or, or what, but, uh, but I, whatever it signals signifies, it, it's delicious. Yeah, it's a really good beer. So uh, it's produced in Comstock, Michigan, um, by by the Bell's Company. Bell's, yep. Bell's which uh, you know, if you're listening to it in the local Sioux area, um, the Bell's are a a family well known around here. So shout out to them as well. Good job. Yep, yep. Bell's way to go. And Bell's is actually the bike race that I have coming up in two weeks. They sponsor the Iceman Cometh Challenge. Right on. Which, Good luck uh, at that too. Yeah, thanks. I Got give it. give a lot of sh- lot of props to you for doing that because, you know, even the thought of doing that makes me tired. Yeah. Well, you know, and it's it's funny. It's thirty some miles, but as you're riding along, the the people that volunteer to help out they keep motivated keep you motivated mm-hmm. by telling you there's an ice cold beer waiting for you at the mm-hmm. finish line. So that keeps you going. I would need like an ice cream sandwich hanging in front of me on a stick. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there was one guy last year that was uh, cooking bacon at the top of a hill. And when I got to the top, he was like, hey, do you want some bacon? I'm like, hell yeah, I do. Nice. It was the best bacon I've ever had. Very very good. Very good. About mile 27. (laughs) (laughs) My gosh, that's a long way. 
it's like 30 some miles so Ooh. it's pretty cool mm. it's, it's a fun time though mm. <sighs> so yeah. uh cheers to that cheers to that but that was a real authentic beer bottle clanking right. too um so since this is your beer review sir you know our our scale that we have clung to so far is a one to six scale yeah. one being you drink one and you're tapped out you don't need any more of that or six is it's good enough to drink the full six pack what uh what would you rate smitten i would say it's probably a good four and a half i'd give it i'd agree with that yeah, it is four and a half. It, it is far above average it's a very good beer um i i, I would buy it again yeah and it's i mean at six percent alcohol uh four and a half is probably a good number four, mm-hmm. four to five mm-hmm. so yeah so good job bells uh from comstock park yeah. um we're we're quite Comstock, Comstock, just Comstock. Just Comstock, not Comstock Park. Not Comstock Park, just Comstock. Okay, now from the Uper in me, yeah. what's the difference? <laughs> You're like, either way, it's by Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> well, where, no, explain this to me, troll. <laughs> Dance for me. Dance for me, Buffett. <laughs> where's, where's Comstock Park compared to Comstock? Well... I'll break it down for you. Now that we're off subject. I'll break it down for you in an easy way that you can find a map to show it. I'm going to give you a website, so grab your pen. I'm from the UP. I need an actual paper map from Holiday Gas Station. No, I'm going to give you a website that can help. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'll write it down. All right. It's G-G-O-O-O-O-G. Another G. L-E. L-E. Yeah, just go to Google and search it. They'll show you. Google. I'll try to remember that, <laughs> you ass. <laughs> I'm actually looking it up. Yeah, you don't even know where the difference. Comstock, I'm betting that Comstock Park is a part of Comstock. Wouldn't that make sense? Hmm. And actually, I think we're both wrong. Shit. We might have to re-record this because we sound like dumbasses. No, that's what the people like. Comstock Township is just outside of Kalamazoo. Oh, KZU. Yeah. And Comstock Park then would probably be by Detroit. Yeah, but when you look at... We have to re-record this. <laughs> no, it's like just idiot. fine. <laughs> no, it's just not. fine. So it's yeah, like, I'm guessing it's it's um, just out... It is just outside of Kalamazoo. Because now that I think about it, when I went to their webpage... It's, it shows where it's where it's at. There you go. All right. We have now given, we have snuck in a geography lesson into the beer review, sir. How's that? We are now an yeah. educational program. Because the Comstock Brewery is Comstock, Michigan, but then they have an eccentric cafe and general store, which is located in Kalamazoo. So Comstock Township is just east of Kalamazoo. So when you say, okay, I'm going to start offending people now, an eccentric cafe, that's what the hipsters call restaurant, right? I, I guess, yeah. All right. I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Can you vape there? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> can you vape anywhere? I don't think you can. I think it's like... It's been banned. Yeah, there's like red sirens that go off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. No, it's all good. All good. So, we've snuck in an educational geography lesson. We can now apply for PBS funding. Yep. Um, we have done the beer review yep. live and in living color without yep. Jim Carrey. Yep, yep. Uh, uh, anything else you want to sneak in on this? Uh, well, we might as well just give a, you know... Just a reminder, don't do drugs. Nope, that's that's bad. <laughs> it's bad. 
I think that's it. All right, that's it. So, uh, again, to wrap things up, solid four and a half for uh, for Smitten by Bell's Breweries. Smitten with the mittens. Oh, dear. I see what you did there. All right, thanks, everybody. We'll be back after these messages. Oh, Mr. Sheffield. All right, welcome back to Nerds and Beer, everybody. Uh, This is uh, the time of the show where we're going to introduce you to a new segment. This is Joe's Comic Reviews, because Joe is an avid comic book reader. Um, And I just want to specify, like, we both like comics. I read more of the graphic novels where it's all tied into one. Joe is the true uh, comic genius and uh, expert because he collects each book, each issue, stays up on it. Um, so we're pretty excited to have him give us these reviews and keep us up to date with storylines and everything like that. So Joe, what, uh, what do you got on our first segment? Well, uh, now that you've completely raised the bar that I cannot reach, <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I do, uh, I do love comics. I'm a Marvel comics guy. Um, I've followed the X-Men, you know, Spider-Man Avengers, all those for, you know, the better part of my childhood and adulthood uh, kind of fell out of comic book reading for a while and I'm getting back into it heavy duty now. Um, and Marvel is making a, uh, from what I see, a very good attempt at, I don't want to call it rebooting, but kind of uh, bringing the X-Men franchise back to um, a, a starting point for new readers or um, a, a, a restarting point for people like me that maybe fell out and then due to the popularity of all the movies are getting back into comics. So the two uh, limited series that I'm, I'm going to talk about are tied together. They alternated back and forth. They were um, Powers of X and House of X. Um, and okay. it would alternate, uh, alternate back and forth, you know, one issue Powers, one issue House. Um, and it just the series tied back and forth together. Um, how much how how familiar are you with the X Men franchise? Uh, I'm gonna be honest with you that I never really followed much of the storyline. Um, the X Men for me were like the core members of the X Men. I really enjoyed you know the Cyclops, the Wolverine, which obviously I think everybody loves Wolverine, mm-hmm. um, Storm, you know all the originals, but then they had in the comics, all these other characters that I just didn't know, or, you know, follow any of their stories. And even when the movies came out there that they showed that I'm like, I have no idea who this is. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, it was almost too much and I just couldn't get into it. But I mean, maybe the comic books, if I actually sat down and read them, I'd enjoy them a little bit more. The storylines now, are what is your favorite uh character or title for the marvel comics um well it's tough you know they they stop series and reboot them or restart them and rename them uh quite frequently which is something that kind of torques me off about the comic industry i'm hoping that this recent uh restart of the x-men franchise will go away from that and they can kind of start another long run because back when I got into comics, you know, when I was a kid, um, the Uncanny X-Men was my favorite title. And that ran, you know, years and years. And, and yeah, absolutely. And then they, they pulled the plug on it and restarted it. And, you know, because everybody was in the craze of, ooh, we need, you know, we need to have an issue one. We need to get issue number one. And they, 
did that so many times it took away the the meaning of you know the numbers of the issues so i'm hoping that they will kind of let things ride now and let this build instead of stopping and starting like they have yeah so what uh just for our listeners and for myself what are some of the titles that you absolutely have to buy every time that there is a new issue because obviously as a collector you probably have certain um titles that you are like as soon as the new issue comes out i have to get that well uncanny x-men like i said was my favorite um and and still one that i cling to it is not currently in production um since their most recent reboot they don't have an uncanny x-men um after this house of x and powers of x wrapped up it looks like the flagship x-men title is just just what i said is x-men um okay will be the the main the main x title um maybe eventually they'll round it back and throw the uncanny back on it but as of now just x-men is is the flagship mutant title um they've got a couple other excalibur um trying to think of a few of the the new x titles um and i i like that they are simplifying it too mm -hmm. Uh, because I, I think for a long time, like Spider-Man's another one, prime example, like if they simplify it and they only do maybe one or two different Spider-Man series and they kind of intertwine them or they maybe have in the past, but we had, you know, the uncanny Spider-Man. It wasn't the uncanny. No, they had the amazing Spider-Man. There was spectacular Spider-Man and then web of Spider-Man. And there were so many. And unfortunately, um, the spider titles are still kind of convoluted that way, um, you know, and with the, with the spider verse spreading out, there's like a, the amazing Mary Jane and then there's, you know, spider Gwen and there's all kinds of different spider titles. I wish they would maybe simplify it down to one Peter Parker title, one Miles Morales title. And then, you know, if you have a, a spider Gwen title, great, you know, just one title per character would be a lot easier yeah it simplifies things now and i mean everybody likes the books and they know them a lot of people don't take the time to like actually get to know who the writers are or the illustrators are and stuff is it do you think it's a lot of the same writers that cross over on different series i think so i think so they try to tie things together and i think with the um, success of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm hoping that they try to bring a cohesion like that into the comic universe um, yeah. and, and try to keep things in one kind of streamlined direction. Keep everybody working. You know, you can have different storylines and different titles, but keep everybody rowing, rowing the oars in the same direction. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Well, awesome. Thanks for uh, your input on that. And whatnot. But let's <laughs> Let's get back to these reviews that you're going to tell us about, because obviously I don't know anything about the X-Men, so maybe I might have to pick up a few issues. Okay, well, just with, uh, with Powers of X and House of X, you know, over the years and over the different reboots and the different storylines, basically every X-Men character at one point or another, another has been killed off um, and brought back to life multiple times, sometimes, you know going missing coming back they were a scrawl they're dead they're reincarnated you know all kinds of different things so at any different time any multitude of characters has been dead um, and they've rebooted the storyline so many times that it just got really hard to keep track of who was where and where was who um, in these they've kind of gone back to a, 
uh, like I said, almost a reboot. Um, they they have brought Professor X. Um, I won't don't want to give away the whole story, but Professor X back. Um, he had been mm-hmm. gone for quite a while. Um, and the the whole setting of the story is on a um, actual living mutant island of Krakoa, which if you're a comic nerd like I am, um, was the set for one of the best X Men stories ever, where they converted the original team of Cyclops, Angel, Beast, Iceman, Marvel Girl. Um, they were kind of done away with, and they brought in Wolverine, Colossus, Nightcrawler, Storm, and mixed them into the team. So that story was set on this mutant island of Krakoa that um, was eventually destroyed, you know, by the X-Men because it was thought to be evil. Well, they've now brought this island back, and it's kind of uh, Professor X and Magneto are working together to create a um, sovereign mutant nation. Um, and they've wow. they've discovered a way to reincarnate um, or bring back you know any of their fallen comrades. So they're basically starting from scratch. And anyone who pretty pretty much everyone who had been dead is now back among the land of the living. Well, that's yeah, and it's funny how they have that tendency to do that. Like nobody's ever truly dead in a comic book movie. No. Um, who are the who are they against or fighting against in these? Is it each other or is it similar to like the old X-Men titles where it seemed like the majority, at least what I've read, the majority of comics were like the mutants against the humans or the humans trying to, you know, lock the mutants up. Is it still tied around that or is it more mutant on mutant? Um, I think the way they're going to head with it will eventually be the same kind of push that they always do which is the the mutants versus the humans um these two titles they they kind of um lead down three different paths one is um they call it year one which is when professor x first started um and then the storyline jumps to year 10 which is supposed to be you know even though it's been like 40 years since the x-men started they've kind of rolled it into okay that all took place in a 10-year period um, so they uh, go, year one is when it began year 10 is where we currently are with the, the timeline. And then they jump like to year 1000, like what, what's way in the future. Um, uh, and, and the three stories kind of all tie back together. Um, and it closes with, you know, all the different experiences that they've gone through to tr- try to lead them back to, uh, to correct all the mistakes that they've made. Um, and there's there's one mutant in particular, and I won't give away everything, but that was previously unbeknownst to us. We didn't know about it, um, but it was reincarnation. So when this person died, they got to live their life again. Like they would go back to when they were born as a baby, but they had all the knowledge that they had through their entire life. So this oh. mutant, this mutant would keep living through their life with more knowledge of okay, this happened last time and this is where the mutants failed and this is how everyone died. And then at the end of their life, they go back and start over and they can prevent all those mistakes. Uh, so they, they've kind of played it up as that, as this mutant is now, you know, over the period of 10 different lifetimes has corrected all these different things and they've given the X-Men a chance to do things right that they should have done the first time. Gotcha. Yeah, so it's it's pretty cool. It's it's really deep, um, but it was a good starting point for me, having been out of it for a while. 
And I think it was a good time for me to get back into it because it, it is kind of a fresh start. Yeah. Now for the listeners, just uh, one more time, give them the title of these, uh, of this storyline so that um, they know. House of X and powers of X. And they were both um, six issue runs. Um, and they, they literally just finished up last week. Um, issue six came out of um, house of X and powers of X just a week ago. So I just finished reading it. Um, it's a very good read. Um, you can go to Midtown Comics um, or, you know, any other online comic retailer and and pick up a copy. Or I'm sure if you want to wait, you know, a month, it'll come out in graphic novel form, too. So shout out to Midtown Comics. Yeah, Midtown Comics. It's great. I, I shop on there probably once a week. So now that I wrapped up, uh, caught myself up on the X-Men, I'm going to start digging into the Star Wars comics I picked up. So. Very cool. We'll look forward to uh, some reviews on the Star Wars comics too. Uh, so again, thanks for the uh, comic review. And speaking of Star Wars, uh, coming up in just a little bit, again, like Joe mentioned at the beginning of the show, we're going to tackle the new and final trailer for The Rise of Skywalker. Yes, sir. All right. So stick around, everybody. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to be right back. Airplane food. What is the deal with that? <laughs> All right, nerds and beer. The nerds are back in the house. Again, uh, we got Crash, a.k.a. Joe. Hey. And then myself, Cash. Um, we are back, and uh, we're going to talk to you guys now about the new and final Star Wars trailer for The Rise of Skywalker. Now, it debuted on Monday, last Monday, uh, during Monday Night Football. Uh, I did not watch Monday Night Football, so I was anxiously watching uh, a live stream on YouTube of some dude who was waiting for the trailer to come out, and uh, I just listened to him talk about random things, and then finally it debuted. I turned him off, and I just kept refreshing YouTube so I could just watch the trailer without you know having him talk over it. Um, I, I have to say, I the visuals were awesome, but I wasn't blown away by the trailer. Joe, what do you think? I I would 100% uh, agree with that. I thought that there was a lot of cool stuff. I mean, they showed us a, a lot of neat visuals, but I think this was and I think it was intentional. I think it was a very safe, the safe is the word that that I will use with it. A very safe trailer by JJ Abrams. He wasn't going to give us any more uh oh my god moments. You know, we got the the dark ray oh my god moment in the last trailer. Um I think he intentionally didn't want to give us anything more because he wants, number one, he wants us to go into it, frankly, you know, and being surprised by what he has for us. And number two, I think he's still putting the finishing touches on the movie. I think he's, you know, finishing up the few reshoots, finishing up editing and uh, doesn't want to give anything away in the trailer that might not make the cut in the final movie, which a lot of people were, were pissed. Um, with force awakens you know there was a lot of stuff in the trailer for force awakens that didn't wasn't in the movie at all yeah it didn't make the cut um some of the big moments of the trailer stood out to me was obviously the c3po scene um where he stated you know i just want to look at my friends one last time with my eyes mm-hmm. or however he worded that and in the trailer they set it up it almost sounds like c3po is going to die my personal opinion when you look at the movie poster, um, he's got the red eyes and he's holding a blaster. 
um, which the red eyes we've seen in past trailers for the new movie. So it makes me think that he's not per se going to die, but they're going to reprogram him. So he's not going to be his traditional self. And he might not, you know, the new version of him may not remember the people that he's with. Right. I think, I think the, the tease about him dying is exactly that. Like you said, it's, it's, it's a tease. Yeah. Um, it, it does provide a, you know, a feel, a feel move a moment in the trailer, but, um, I think your idea of him being reprogrammed is, is a hundred percent correct. Yeah. Because for the last, you know, for, for the whole series, all the movies, he's been the same character each time. And this is the first time that we're going to see him uh, change, I think, and take on a different persona as a, as a droid. Yeah. Um, except for if you do remember in attack of the clone. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it, it, essentially he was blasting, but I mean, his, demeanor and everything and what he was saying he was pretty pretty much still the same absolutely you know um i do think they showed r2d2 in this uh trailer um but i think still with the movie posters that we've seen and the lack of r2d2 in it i do think that he is going to be a character that is going to uh not make it to the end of the rise of skywalker Sad to say. That's my opinion. I don't know if it's right. Again, this is all just my, you know, rumor mill. But that's kind of my thought because how do you not put an iconic character like R2-D2 in the movie poster when he's been in pretty much every other one? Mm -hmm. Is he in the most recent one? Was R2 in the poster that we just uh, threw up on the Facebook page last week? You know, I don't know. And I'd have to go to it and see. And I don't have it right here with me. Uh, let me see if I can grab something and, and pull it up. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not sure if that is the case. Now, did you by chance catch any of the, you know, I don't know if I want to call them Easter eggs because some of, some of them weren't even hidden in the trailer. Uh, the, the, the first one, the biggest one is uh, the ghost, the ship from rebels. Did you happen to catch that um, in the trailer? I did not. I saw it posted several times that it was in there, but uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I wasn't even looking for it. I was trying to, I, I was holding my breath for that big moment. Like, you know, maybe a glimpse of Hayden Christensen as a force ghost in there or something like that. Cause in past times, I mean, they've always given us like a big reveal in the trailer that they obviously put a spin on to get everybody talking a different way, but they didn't do that this time, and that's what I was waiting for. So I didn't even notice the ghost. Yeah, it it, it appears um, in the the big battle scene where all the rebel ships are, you know, lined up, and then the Falcon kind of swoops in from above. The ghost is just to the right of the Falcon, um, and you know, for the super nerds like me that will pause and zoom in on stuff, you can zoom in on the cockpit. You can't tell um, who is piloting it though, whether it's Hera, whether it's an Ezra, whether it's you know, Hera and Kanan's son. What was that kid's name? Was it Jason or I don't know what they named the kid. Jason, I think, or Jaden, something yeah. like that. Um, I think Jaden been the name from uh, the old uh, Jedi Academy video game. Yeah. Um, but you can't tell who's in the cockpit of the ghost. But <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, there was there was wasn't it Jason Solo? There was Jason and Jaina. And yeah, from the old uh, New Jedi Order books yeah. that are no longer canon. Um, then trying to think what else. Oh, if you zoom in, talking and zooming in, if you zoom in on the Falcon, 
in that same scene, you can see that it is Lando and Chewie in the cockpit of the Falcon for that scene. Are you there? I'm there. Are you there? <laughs> it sounded like I cut you off. I was like, wait a minute, where'd you go? <laughs> yeah, you can see you can see Lando and Chewie in the cockpit of the Falcon. A um, couple other things. There's a scene where um, Ray and Kylo destroy like a statue or a, a bust of Vader. Yeah. Some people say it is. Um, if you look in Ray's offhand, not her lightsaber hand, she's holding a dagger, um, a small like metal dagger in her hand. And a lot of people are speculating that that's the uh, dagger from the Mortis series from uh, Clone Wars. I, I kind of doubt that that's true. That would be I think that would be cool, but that's way too much to explain to the the fans that aren't familiar with that. Right. Um, going back to the movie poster that we did post um, for the Rise of Skywalker, on the latest one that we posted, R2 is on that. So maybe my theory is wrong, but maybe they threw him on there because of the one poster and fans were outraged that he wasn't on there. That would, would but, not surprise me, that the, the outcry of where's R2... Um, yeah, I still feel like there could be something that happens to him. Well, and leading up to this, leading up to this point, um, I mean, we had Han die in the first one. We had Luke go away in the second one. I mean, just in this trend that they've got going with the older characters, somebody's bound to bite the big one in this movie. I swear to God, if they kill Chewie, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose it. Which if they if they do do that, I hope that they give him like a noble ending, you know, like protecting somebody or or something. Because in the books, in the books, the New Jedi Order um, that are no longer canon, that Chewie did die, mm-hmm. and that was that was part of the storyline was that you know Han had struggled over the years with him passing away, but he passed away saving Han and Leia's kids. I think I really hope that they don't do away with Chewie. I. I think that you know we're pretty much guaranteed to lose uh leia in this one because you know carrie fisher passed away in real life Mm -hmm. um i think that you know we're almost assured that we're going to lose that character so i hope they at least let chewy chewy and lando i mean come on they could they, they should be able to starsky and hutch their way out of this one yeah and i feel like carrie fisher would be the obvious choice in this but maybe that's they're betting on the fans thinking that it's going to be Carrie Fisher and they'll put that plot twist in there and surprise. She's, she's still around, you know, did you, uh, did you take any guesses or any, any thoughts on the settings of, of some of the scenes in there, you know, where we see Ray running through a forest. We yeah. see a couple, uh, a couple gatherings of rebels at a couple different bases. Yep. The scene where she's running through the forest and the helmet drops on the ground. Yes. Um, I think that helmet is part of the uh, Rebel Alliance uh, infiltrating Endor from the Return of the Jedi. Um, the color scheme's a little bit different. They, it's It looks a little bit different than what they wore in that, but it's a similar style. So I think that she's on Endor when um, that happens. And one of the other things I read was that, obviously, Endor was the... Um, planet that was housing the field generator mm-hmm. for the death star so when the death star crash and crashes on a planet endor was the closest planet so they think that it, it takes place on endor 
that's what some of the rumors I read anyways, is that it takes place there and remains are. And I've heard that too. I've heard that, um, the, the big talk is that that forest is either Endor or that, that scene could possibly be on Yavin four also. Um, yeah, I could see that. But they they're almost guaranteed to end up back on Endor sometime in this movie because they end up, you know, Kylo and Ray and are on the Death Star too. So that, you know, that had to have landed on Endor. You know, those scenes in the ocean, you know, that has to be <laughs> that has to be somewhere, you know, on Endor. Yeah. Yeah, and um some of the trailers have shown and kind of hinted at like the Knights of Ren and stuff. And I'm pretty excited that we might get to see more of them. Um, I know, you know, when we go to the stores and we look at, you know, the toys and everything that they've got going on. Some of the Lego series um, actually has characters of the Knights of Ren and some of their sets now too. So I'm hoping that that's an indication that we might get more of their backstory. Do they, do they name any of the Knights of Ren in those toy sets? Like everything I've seen with like, um, I saw a three and three quarter inch Knight of Wren, um, and it just said that Knight of Wren. It didn't give them any any other names. I don't think that they have specific names on the sets, okay. but I mean, that mean anything for the movies. But another little uh, um, another little fun fact Easter egg, you know, just because I watched the trailer a million times, that scene where Ray is running through the forest and she drops that helmet, and then mm-hmm. right after that, like it's still the same scene. It hadn't cut away. She like jumps and spins her lightsaber and deflects a bolt. Yeah. If you if you slow it down, and and I'm gaining nerd points here. So <laughs> if you slow it down, it, wait. Let me take a guess. Is it the um, droid that Luke used on the Falcon in A New Hope? You are correct, sir. Oh, and I I actually hadn't heard that uh-huh. and didn't actually know anything about that that was a, a true guess because when i saw that i was like i wonder if that's what it was i did not slow it down and i think that the helmet that drops is i think a blaster or a blast visor that like luke used on the falcon where the there's coverings over the eyes so i think that's like a training sequence gone wrong like she was training and i'm assuming here um training with a lightsaber training with a blast shield um, and then gets attacked and has to has to run for it, which would add because it was one of our past episodes where we talked about um, theories and whatnot. And you had said maybe she was training with Luke or possibly Anakin, and you know the the Force Ghost form. So that would add more credibility to your theory with that because Luke would know about that that um, training droid or training mechanism and the black field absolutely um trying to think of what other little easter eggs i saw Mm. other than you know they're obviously in uh, palpatine's throne room uh you know on the death star 2 at one point um that's about all i think i saw yeah Say again, the the trailer, in my opinion, had a lot of great visuals. I think visually the movie is going to be amazing. Um, I just hope that they get the story right, and I hope that there is that big moment that you know kind of takes the fans uh, by surprise, similar to what we had from you know the Empire Strikes Back. I hope so too. And you know, you're never going to make everybody happy, but I really hope that they can make a film that 
kind of brings the fandom back together. So everybody was so yeah. everybody was so angry after um, the Last Jedi that they really need. <laughs> there's there's a pretty high bar for JJ to do so many things right. Um, I I hope yeah. he can live up to that. And I, I think, I hope so too. Um, and it is, it's still to a point now when you go on Facebook or, you know, any social media and you read any comments under posts, you know, a lot of people say I've given up on this. Disney's going to milk this for all it's worth and they don't even care about the story or anything. So I hope that they put in the the time and the effort to try and win back those fans and keep things going because even though they've been doing a lot of Star Wars movies, they still have a ton of potential for storylines that fans want to see they just have to do them right. And I think, you know, with the the Last Jedi, you know, when it first came out, I, I really loved it. And then after a few viewings, I, you know, I started picking it apart a little bit too much. I went back today um, and rewatched The Last Jedi. And, and really, if I think people need to give that movie another chance and go back and watch it without the venom that they had for it. Mm-hmm. And it is a really good movie. The 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 way it's shot and the care that Ryan Johnson took in making that movie, it is a really well-made film. Yeah, it has some yeah. holes in it. Yeah, it has some problems, but going back and rewatching it, you know, after several, you know, months, it's a really good movie. Yeah. And I I agree. I think it, it he did it well and he put his spin on it and stuff. Um, I, I don't know. I just feel like, uh, people, once Disney took over that kind of rubbed people the wrong way in general too, you know? Well, you know, Disney has brought in, it's, it hasn't been wildly publicized, but, uh, the big GL, uh, has been brought back in to help finish, uh, the rise of Skywalker. George Lucas himself was working with JJ. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's the answer. Fans will even respect that because what do people think of George Lucas for the original trilogy? Yes. But he also created the prequel trilogy, which was not, you know, widely accepted. Mm -hmm. So I I don't know. I feel like we're kind of at a point now with the quote unquote diehard fans that um, it, it doesn't matter what they do at this point. Nothing is ever going to compare to that original trilogy, which I agree. The original trilogy was phenomenal. That's what fans base their fandom on. But you have to expand and you have to give them a chance for new stories. It can't all be Mark Hamill and, you know, Harrison Ford each and every time because one, they're older and they don't want to play those roles all the time. And two, we just need to expand for the new generations. And as much as we hate to see the Skywalker saga end, I think it's almost a good thing that they can close this chapter um, because that's what all of the original fans base everything on is the Skywalker saga. I think, you know, if they can do a decent job and close this book, you know, they can reopen this book with different characters you know they could just because the skywalker saga ends doesn't mean that we're not going to see ray or poe or finn or chewy in different movies this is just the close of the skywalker saga you know we're going to get we're going to get a ton more of star wars movies we're going to get probably uh the game of thrones guys are making a a knights of the old republic series um ryan johnson is going to probably pick up where he left off and do some stories in the future. So we're going to get more Star Wars. We're just not going to get it 
the way we've seen it before. Which I think is completely fine. But again, if you're a true fan, I think it doesn't matter. I think you just care more for the story. It doesn't matter what the characters are. Uh, Case in point is Rebels. I mean, Rebels had really nothing to do with Skywalker per se. Mm -hmm. Um, It was this band of, you know, Rebels that nobody knew and it was a successful show. Yeah, it was. And, And I think it, takes fans a while to embrace anything new like when the the clone wars cartoon came out and they introduced ahsoka everybody hated that at first but now look at it people were you know after that that series ran its course and they finished it people were rallying and online petitions and everything that they could do to get that series brought back and that was a series that nobody wanted at first nobody thought they needed why do we need to see anakin's padawan why do we need to see all this oh it's a cartoon show right. now look at how the fans got behind that i mean dave filoni is regarded as the best mind in star wars right now just because of what he did in that series yeah so it'll be it'll be interesting to see how this plays out after the rise of skywalker and what they plan to do um i think if you go into it just as a general consumer and and as a fan of movies and you can just appreciate each movie for what it is, then you'll enjoy it. Case in point, um, solo, uh, you know, solo got bad reviews. It didn't make a ton of money, things like that. But if you watch it for what it's worth and the movie that it is, it's a good story. Absolutely. I thought it was, I thought it was a really good story. Yeah. But again, it goes back to that. Well, it wasn't Harrison Ford. Well, no, but I thought the dude that played him did a really good job. Yeah. What Alden, Alden Ehrenreich. Is that the guy's name? Yeah. I think it's some, yeah, something like that. Um, he had a lot of the mannerisms that Harrison Ford used at points. He sounded just like Harrison Ford, a younger version of Harrison Ford. I thought he did a really good job. And, you know, I don't know if it's ever been confirmed, but there was those rumors that Harrison Ford was there coaching him uh, through the movie and, and whatnot, the filming. But I don't know if that was true, but even if it wasn't uh, or it was, he did a great job. Like he put in that time and made that character what it is, I think. Yeah, you know, I think that 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 poor movie just got the hangover of the Last Jedi. People were so pissed at the Last Jedi they didn't give that that movie didn't have a shot. Oh, hello. Are you there? I, I'm there. Are you there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened again. <laughs> All right, well that uh, that should probably wrap up our trailer review here. We've got. Uh, that went on for a while. We we could talk about that for all night. I think. And we we probably will continue each week. <laughs> That's right. All right. So, uh, all right. Well, uh, we appreciate you guys listening thus far, and we're gonna take a quick break. And when we come back, Joe is going to give us his horror movie review. Yep. Not again. Not a horror movie review. Not a horror <laughs> movie review. A horror. <laughs> all right. Be back in a minute. All right. Bye. Here's Johnny. <laughs> All right, everybody, we're back, Nerds and Beer. We appreciate you guys sticking this out with us and uh, giving us your ears so we can talk uh, and you guys will listen. Uh, We are doing another new segment tonight. Now, this is a, uh, what did this come from, Joe? A fan, one of our loyal listeners who recommended this? Yeah, one of of our loyal listeners, um, uh, several of our loyal listeners, uh, 
this was a request by one uh, Mr. Paul, aka Odessa. So shout out to Paul. Oh. Paul. <laughs> uh, Paul couldn't believe that it's October and we're creeping up on Halloween and we hadn't reviewed a horror movie yet. Oh, no ghouls and goblins yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, I'll jump into this really quick. Uh, now, I'm not a huge horror movie fan, but you know, knowing Paul the way I know Paul, Paul was really big on horror movies. Um, you know, uh, you, have to, you have to make sure you enunciate yes, because yes. at first I was like, wait a minute, you are a big fan of those. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's ironic. Uh, I think I mentioned it in one of our previous segments when we were live at the roundtable. Um, I mentioned Paul, and we had uh, the Leprechaun on in the background of our. That's right, we did. Yeah, and that's. I think uh, that every time I see that movie, it reminds me of uh, of Paul. So, and that was the. Uh, I think that was the original one that was on, wasn't it, with Jennifer Aniston? I'm the Leprechaun. <laughs> you took me gold. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but um, I will jump into this really quick. Uh, the movie I'm reviewing, I think, is my favorite horror movie of all time. Um, and it's one I've passed along to my kids, and they really got a kick out of it as well. Um, the Shining, which came out back way back in 1980. Um, a traditional horror blood and guts movie. Um, it's more of a psychological horror drama. Um, came out in the 80s and directed by Stanley Kubrick, which... You know, he's kind of a weirdo um, and based on a Stephen King novel that came out 1977, which is actually the same year I was born. Ooh. Um, starred uh, Jack Nicholson and Shelley Duvall um, and actually is producing a sequel um, that's coming out real soon. I, I believe it's Dr. Sleep, which looks really, really good. Um, is Jack Nicholson that? I do not believe so, but it does have Obi-Wan Kenobi in it. Oh, well, Ewan McGregor. Yes, yes. Uh, the cool. Shining The Shining is just a, a real creepy freaking movie. If you have not watched The Shining, you need to go out and rent it. Um, just the, the tension that builds throughout the movie uh, and the, the, the way the music plays into... Um, the psychological tension, the psychological just creepiness of the whole movie um, just builds to a, a very good ending. I don't want to give it away if you haven't seen it, but if you haven't seen it, then you need to get out and watch it. Um, and just a great performance by Jack Nicholson. Um, probably one of the ones that defines his career. Um, and um, just just the way, uh, <laughs> God, it's just so friggin' creepy. <laughs> just go just go rent it and watch just it just go rent it those two little those two little creepy twins in the hallway Ugh. oh yeah yeah God, yep. it, it makes me not want to go in my basement yeah which those twins i mean we've seen portrayed forever yep yep and i think they're they're, they're actually in the trailer for dr sleep too so that's something that's still carrying with old uh ooh, jack torrance yeah, so well, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see the sequel this many years after the original. So yeah, it but, it, uh, it it was a very good film. If you have not seen The Shining, I highly highly recommend it. Awesome. Well, again, that was the first ever horror review, and that was all because of our uh, our boy Paul. Paul. 
<laughs> That's a shout out there. So, all right. Well, uh, thanks for that review, Joe. And for the listeners, again, if you have not seen it, go out and check it out. Um, probably not if you have younger kids at home. Unless you want them to grow up twisted like my kids are. But <laughs> <laughs> so, Dan all right. Well, cool. Here right now, Mrs. Torrance. <laughs> <laughs> Even you doing that is creepy. <laughs> if, if you've seen The Shining, right, Greg? It's been a long time, but yeah. You have to, when you say that, you have to like make the little finger guy talking. Danny's not here right now, Mrs. Torrance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we appreciate the horror review. Um, <laughs> We're going to take another quick break here and uh, we're going to come back and wrap this episode all up in a nice little package with a bow for you guys. So stay tuned. All right. Bye. Bye. I declare bankruptcy. Hey, welcome back to what is our final segment of the week here on nerds and beer. I know we've had an action packed episode for you guys. So thanks for sticking with us. Hopefully you've enjoyed all of our content. Um, we're back just for a real quick recap of the last few weeks of Detroit Lions foosball. Foosball. Or rugby. Rugby or, you know, uh, I, I can't think of anything else. <laughs> the Lions have had a co- tough couple weeks. You know, we had uh, the the defeat at the hands of the referees a couple weeks ago with the Green Bay Packers. Um, yes, which which going back to that, um, I found it very interesting. I went back to work, and one of the guys I work with, who is a Green Bay fan, actually went to Lambeau Field for that game and was there. Bar um, stuff that they showed on TV and the bad call and whatnot. Uh, they coincidentally did not show it on the big screen at the stadium. Oh, shocking that they wouldn't show yeah, that. So they, they wouldn't show that to the Chiefs. They did not show the replay is what I am understanding on the big screen there. Um, so as far as I know, the people that were in attendance had no idea on the controversy that was taking place. And that just goes to show how blatantly bad it was. If they're not showing the replay in, in stadium, that mm-hmm. proves that it was a one-sided call, that it was the wrong call. Otherwise, if it was a good call, they'd put it up there so the fans could get behind it. Well, and I don't think they should be able to sub- subject what they put on their big screen. If it's a replay, it's a replay. It needs to be shown to everybody. But it was obviously, I mean, the, the penalties that were either called or not called, you know, pass interference, you know, hands to the face, those were blatant, blatant bad calls or blatant missed calls. Um, and I think the the fact that there was a national outcry after it um, and that the NFL came out and apologized to the Lions, that, that proves that that it was a travesty. You know, it doesn't make it any better, but it at least justifies that, you know, we're not just Lions fans, you know, with sour grapes. It was an actual fuck up by the refs. Ooh, F bomb. Yeah. That, that may be the first, is that the first F bomb of Nerds and Beer? So F bomb. <laughs> and it was you, it wasn't me. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so they had that loss. Then uh, we played the Vikings. You know, the Vikings that. loss, you know, it, it it did suck as well. But at least we lost to what, I, you know, my own feeling is that the Vikings are just a better team. They, they beat yeah. us down. We hung with them for two and a half quarters. 
and then they just proved that they are still a step above us. And to me, they're the best team in the NFC North. It's not the Packers. The Packers may have the better record. The Vikings are the better team. Yeah. And then to add the uh, cherry on top, there was the trade deal this week. Yeah. Thoughts on that? uh, Poor Quandre Quandre Diggs traded off to Seattle. Um, I wish him well. He was a a good player for us the last couple years. Um, Had some struggles the start of this season, um, and maybe that's why the Lions dealt him. Uh, I'm bummed by it because he was a team captain. Um, He was a popular guy around the clubhouse, a popular guy around Detroit because – he was a local boy, so it, it does suck that we lost him. Um, but yeah. you know, it is a business still. Yeah, and I all I can think is that I feel, in my opinion, that they did this trade fairly early, still in this season. Um, I, I hope they have a big game plan that they're trying to execute now. Um, but I don't know, and we do, we do wish him well. It it's tough because I think back to Cliff Averill. Um, he got traded to Seattle, and he went there, and he did some pretty good things. Yeah, and you know, if if you're gonna get traded, us. if you're gonna get traded, at least you got traded to Seattle. I mean, one of the best teams in the league, who's known for its stout defense and its great fan support. So you know, I would rather have Quandre on our team, but if he's going somewhere else, hey, at least we sent him somewhere nice. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So it'll be interesting to see what happens the, the next couple of weeks. I believe we have um, the Giants this week, right? Yeah, I, I believe it is. And hopefully we can pull out a win there. We need to. If we can, we can still get the season back on track. People are thinking things are done, but we've had a really tough schedule, you know, we and we're still not out of the woods. We can get a win or two and get right back in the thick of things. So I may sound like a, a rose-colored glasses kind of guy, but I think the Lions still have good things left in them. Yep. Well, that's – and we'll, we'll continue to watch them and evaluate them and talk about them, and, and uh, hopefully all the Detroit fans out there haven't jumped ship yet. So Because really that one loss shouldn't count on our record because we lost – we didn't lose to the Packers. We lost to the Raps. Yeah, but they won't they won't take that back and there's nothing the NFL will do about that. So uh I mean as we wrap this up and we come to the end of this episode, um let's just cross our fingers and hope that the rumors are true and Tom Brady is working his way out of the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's gonna play till he's sixty. So to recap this uh this podcast, Star Wars is amazing. Uh Lions are still working on their progress and Tom Brady sucks. Yep. <laughs> and Joe dropped the first f bomb of our podcast. Joe dropped the f bomb, and Marvel comics comics are still amazing. Yes, sir. So, all right. Well, that wraps yeah. things up. I think this week we we <laughs> we talked we talked a lot this week. So we got a lot. We got a lot of- if you guys got through this whole episode, we will we will like give you an honorary nerd. Yeah, if you listen to this after it's posted on our Facebook page, uh, drop a comment underneath and let us know that you did. Because I don't, I don't know. Maybe we'll splurge and we'll get patches made, and you can put a patch on your jacket or your hat or something. You know, we're gonna get some nerds and beer T-shirts made, so you know, maybe we can give away a T-shirt here and there. Yeah, yeah, we are. We uh, we will get them made with our uh, epic pictures that we Photoshop. And get something on a t-shirt, a hat. Those aren't real? Those pictures aren't real? Well, I mean, some of them. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, we'll get business cards and all kinds of uh, stuff that we can get out to people. Maybe bumper stickers so you can show your support. Sweet. And we appreciate the support. 
and everybody tuning in. We're having a lot of fun doing this. Yeah, make sure you uh, comment on our on our post. Make sure you share our podcast with your friends. Pass along the love that is Nerds and Beer. Yep, Nerd Nation. And yeah, you know, you can find this is one thing we don't do. You can find our podcast on Anchor. You can find our podcast on Spotify. Um, a couple other sites creeping around. I'm working on getting us up on uh, on iTunes and uh, Apple Podcasts. But uh, look for us on Anchor and Spotify. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, Joe, I guess until next time. Yep. We, uh, you have a good week, sir, and we will talk again soon. All right. Sounds good. Thanks for listening, everybody. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Yamaha, it's right night.